Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to Dungeon Boys. Welcome to the podcast if you're listening. Welcome to the YouTube video if you're watching. Uh, like we said in our last episode, we are now recording with it being a podcast in mind. So, to begin, we'd like to ask you, if you enjoy the show, if you're enjoying it so far, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe there. It just helps the show to get seen, so we appreciate you. As well, if you really like our show, uh, you can visit us at patreon.com slash tankmedianetwork uh, to donate if that is something you choose to do. Uh, we're Like I said last time, we are not necessarily and we're not trying to make a salary here just if you enjoy what we do and you want to toss a dollar our way feel free um follow us at tank media games for updates as well as some other things we do on the channel and without further ado let's get into it last week on the show we did some shopping mm-hmm. we had an encounter with orcs jack law's identity as orc killer extraordinaire was possibly almost revealed but we with a good intimidation check we avoided it uh, as well, the party bought some weapons from a blacksmith named Krong, uh, some robes for Burb. Burb has new clothes now. He's got a white robe on. A Burb white... is fully pimped out. Yeah, screaming mouth blade. Yeah, he's got a... Yeah, he's got a... Wait, a was cool... there a name for it? Yeah, the screaming sword, is I that? think, okay. was what I called it. What <clears throat> they called it. You know screaming mouth blade is better. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... It'd be where cool if, like, the, the blade was actually just, like, lips. Yeah, the sword... Either just, like, actual lips or just, like, really stretched out where the end was... Yeah, the sword's called the Screaming Sword. So Burb ha- now has a sword that whenever he unsheathes it, r- r- it emits a... <laughs> sonic damaging noise. Uh, and so we, we bought some magic items. You, those will be revealed as you use them. We we had a shopping trip last time. Is I what can happened. control butterflies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grim now has the power to control uh, attract butterflies, not control. Yeah, you can control it's an one insect. In- yeah, just you can come to me. You can control yeah. one insect at a time. Interesting stuff. Good episode last time. Had some character development. So uh, we are still. The party's current mission is to rescue a family from the constable and uh, wherever they're ke- he's possibly keeping them. Uh, but in the end of the last episode, they noticed that there were some slavers that were selling gnomes. Uh, Arlo is a gnome, uh, but he did actually not notice them. But Grimm, being the writer of wrongs that he is, um, despite this not being an illegal practice, has gone over and has essentially threatened them. The last thing that was said. He said, you're not going to make any money off of this deal. Uh, and that is the last thing that was said last episode. Uh, so we'll get back and <clears throat> we'll get back into it. So Grim has said, "You're not going to make any money off of this deal." I would assume you're trying to intimidate this man. Um, I can, you? I can, yeah, I can, I can do it. Okay. Would killing him intimidate him? That is a mighty, mighty eight. Okay. Oh, it will get worse from here. All right, so he is not intimidated. That's fine. Actually, in exchange, he is going to uh, pull back his... They both pull back their their uh, cloaks a little bit, their ponchos, and reveal very large scimitars there. And they say, you wouldn't want to start any trouble. Sorry, i got to remember how that... You wouldn't want to start any trouble here where everyone can see, especially since we're doing it nothing wrong, would you? I quietly want to cast Fog Cloud. Okay. Fog cloud. What is fog cloud? Fog cloud. Just from the rear. A 20 foot, <laughs> 20 foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. The sphere spreads around corners. The area is heavily obscured. Lasts for the duration, which is an hour. 
Okay. Unless so. wind, like moderate wind, comes and blows away. But we're in like an alley kind of thing, so. Yeah, there are people walking around, so. And I rolled twenty to stealth into the fog. Oh boy. <laughs> As this is yeah, happening. Yeah, if you didn't want trouble, you shouldn't opened up a trouble box, man. <laughs> so as, as you're saying that, he says, Trouble box, what trouble box? And this, and this, yeah, this way, like, fog just begins to think. He begins to think, he says, What's going on here? As that happens, I'd like to try and tackle the one that was near me. I'm imagining it's like stall, guy, wall. And I want to just like... Excuse me. Sorry, what now? Or not. Just tell me what I just... <laughs> I wasn't picturing what you're saying as you said it. Like, there's a stall between us. Yeah, there's like a table between you kind of. And then it's like a guy, and then there's like a <coughs> the wall of a building or something. Yeah, there's a wall, the back wall to the yeah, stall. I want to yeah. like just push him up against the wall. So I know where okay. he is, because yeah. I can't see through the fog. Right. So, what, so yeah, what, is, what are the detriments of the frog, fog? Of the frog. Like It just obscures the area. Okay, so Zenith, you, uh, for rain, would you know where he is. I mean, yeah, he's right there, unless he moved. We're like <coughs> right on top of him, so what I'm doing is I'm just... Not wanting anybody outside of this to okay. see what's going on. So, Zenus, what you're doing is a grapple. We're going to roll initiative. Um, and so grappling would work kind of like an attack. So we would have to give you disadvantage with the fog just because okay. the fog is in there. Uh, and he may be able to dodge more easily with the fog or more with more difficulty. I don't know. I guess maybe it would equal out because he has difficulty dodging because of the fog. Okay. It'll just be a regular roll. But we need to roll initiative first anyway. Mm. How are the gnomes looking at this point? Uh, that's a good question. Roll insight. All of us? Um, just Arlo. Fifteen. He's the one that asked me. Um, the three. gnomes, oh. as you're doing this, look more afraid <clears throat> and concerned than they look like they're being helped. Mm-hmm. They uh, kind of step back from the situation... Um, and they don't seem as uncomfortable in their chains as you would expect maybe gnomes to be. Um, as for in this do I have advantage? Um, we both have disadvantage from the fog, but I have advantage from stealth. You have advantage because you're obscured. If I think it's like you roll perception with disadvantage, and if you succeed on that, then your advantage stealth would come in. So I think it's like we have disadvantage, but you just have regular attacks. Okay. Because it like it cancels out. Okay. Yeah, it does kind of cancel out. You you would be stealthed, and but yeah, the advantage disadvantage thing kind of has. I would say it cancels out. I guess. But he has disadvantage on me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The whole thing is with the fog. Everybody can't see. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is it what is it? Light obscurity or heavy or just obscurity? Mm-hmm. What do you say? <clears throat> Is that up to Keith, or is it in the spell? Heavily obscured. Heavily obscured. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we, we cannot see at all. Mm. Okay. Cool. My all right, what's was everybody's... Like, in, we're, like, this far away from them. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want, like, you know, guards at the end of the market to be like... Hey, I'm a big fan of this move. Big mm. fan. Really cool. Yeah. I, I, um, I like the, the thought of, like... Um, Jack just waiting in, just oh yeah, and then just just I, it, it encompasses like Grim and a hand just. I definitely have pictured Jack like as soon as the fog thing, like a smile peeks out from underneath his mask, and like he grab he's the, you just hear as the cleaver comes out. 
you just see his eyes and kind of squint into a smile. Yeah. We should mention the cleaver, though, right? Shouldn't we? Should mention the giveaway? Oh, I mentioned. I meant to bring it. I mentioned. Okay. I meant to uh, if it. you're listening to this, we're actually doing a, a, a give. A, just a real quick pause. Sorry to break up, but Bryce is a very <laughs> talented uh, forger man. He is good at making knives. Uh, you should his his work is very impressive. Uh, and so he made a replica cleaver of the cleaver that his character Jack Law has. It's like, what, well, almost over a foot long yeah. from from bottom to top. Yeah. Uh, it's a beefy boy. I think it's like boy. right at... Hmm? I think it's right at a foot long. Yeah, we are giving... A, and we're giving it away. We're giving away the cleaver to a lucky subscriber. So we our don't want goal, to, but we will. <laughs> our goal is to reach 250 subscribers on the YouTube channel. Once we do that, we are going to start the giveaway process. So... Uh, if you want to have an opportunity to get that knife, you should definitely follow us on Twitter for updates with the knife. Uh, it's, it's made, but there's still a few things to be done to it, I think, um, as far as engravings or whatever, if we decide to do something like that. Yeah, the winner can get their name engraved into it, as yeah. well as, I guess I'll put the Tank Media logo on it. Sure. As far as, far as uh, being... Follow us on Twitter at Tank Media Games to stay updated with how that's going and what we're going to do, as well as follow <coughs> us on or subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, and I'll find a way to work in like iTunes reviews. I'm not going to say like an iTunes review gets you in the running because I think iTunes has a algorithm that weeds out reviews that have that go with a contest. So don't run over there, I, I guess, and like leave a, a kajillion reviews. But um, we'll try to work iTunes in there as well. Uh, it's an iTunes thing. Yeah, but definitely, dude, leave us a review. But uh, I'm not saying that, that that'll be part of this contest. But definitely, once we hit 250 subscribers, we're going to try to give this knife away. So follow us on Twitter at Team Media Games and subscribe to us on YouTube. And you'll have done all you need to do right now to be a part of that drawing. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. Jack back to the death cleaver. cloud. Yeah, back to the death cloud. Uh, so what's everybody's <coughs> initiative rolls, baby boys? 13. 13 uh, for Grimley. I got to initiate 11. I got 12. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. That's pretty cool. Uh, all right. So, Grim, you actually will be going first. Oh, baby. Uh, Jack, you will be going second. Oh, boy. This is not looking good for the slavers. Uh, Arlo, you will, of course, be going third. Uh, slavers will be going next. And uh, the gnomes will be last. Before we get into combat... Mm-hmm. <coughs> Burb. What about, yeah, you uh, need to roll initiative for Burb. I'm well, I was going to say, Burb, can you watch after our friends here? Yeah. Friends here, watch. And he, like, yeah, Burb, I just picture you say that as you do the fog, so Burb has moved over towards uh, the gnomes there. Woo-hoo. Oh, dang. Where you at, Burb? Dang, Burb. Burb's going first. <laughs> 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 I need to rewrite this. His eyes just turn red, and he's like 14 feet tall. <laughs> he wants to protect Fred. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's two slavers. Pulls out the sword, and it's like a lion's roar. Yeah, <laughs> just shakes right. the building. So, the fall gets displaced. Yeah, Burb, Burb has moved over, and he's standing kind of over there by the slaves, which were on the front side of the table. And they were, the men were kind of standing on the back side, but they were kind of <coughs> chained to the table. Uh, so Burb is standing over there in front of him, and he says, he goes over to them, and he says, Moan, friend. Uh, kind of questioning them. Uh, he stands by them, and he puts his hand on his, 
he puts his hand on his sword, but before he does that, he's actually going to try to like jiggle their chains and see <coughs> if he can't um, pull the chain out off the table. So Burb sillyly is going to roll a strength check. Burb fails his strength check. He 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 like as as he's pulling on the chain on the table, he says, "Come on, friend! Come on, friend!" And he just can't pull the chain uh, off the table. And while he does that, then um, the gnomes are like silently watching him like confusedly. Uh, Grim, and it's your turn, sir. Just strength. Check. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'd be a, a grapple. God, I, knew, I used to know how the grapples were. They worked. I think I rolled, yeah, roll strength check to get out of it when you try to grapple them. So you, I guess you rolled a hit or roll as a contest. Um, it's a strength contest. No, actually, I think it's. I was trying to look it up. I make an attack. Roll, oh, yeah. and then and I think it. you make. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. That would be a contest. Yeah, yeah I think it's you use now. dexterity or um, strength. I need to get a better compendium. We're about to find out. Um, skeletal in nature. Bryce, tell us about the knife. Describe it to us real quick. The knife is, like you said, about a foot long. Um, I know I tried to draw draw out the original design on a piece of regular printer paper and it would not fit uh it is a cleaver um the blade's about four inches wide the handle's just as long as the blade that's a sorry that's um, a feet i need to feel high carbon steel and it will be shave sharp when you get it if you get it <laughs> uh the edge is curved so you can get a good rocking motion on it it's got a long handle for chopping and it's got a structure on the back meant for breaking through bone. Nice. If you actually choose to use it as a butcher's cleaver, it would certainly part a chicken into many pieces quite easily. It's also very well balanced, right? Like in the center, oh, yeah. so you get a good... If you put a finger right in front of the handle, it is balanced on both ends. Dude, I'm dying on the grappling. I'm trying to figure out where the I mean, grappling is. No, I, I, said, it, I said it's balanced on both ends. It's okay. redundant to say that. Yeah. <laughs> it is balanced. Alright, we're going to roll... Uh, we're going to roll... It's even more balanced we're, we're on the front gonna, end. <laughs> we're going to fumble our way through the grapple. God, I, that feels like a pretty rudimentary thing that I don't know. I mean, if I could just punch him in the face. <clears throat> Classic punch. Classic roll a, roll a strength contest, and he's going to roll against you to try to uh, escape your grapple. So you're coming across the a tape the table. You're leaping across the table like Got horizontally. It. Okay. Tell us about grappling. When you want to grab a creature or wrestle with it, you can use attack action to make a special melee attack a grapple. If you if you are able to make multiple attacks with a grapple action, this action places one of them. Target of your grapple must be no more than one size larger than you, all this kind okay. of stuff. I'll tell you after the episode. Um, Remind me though. Remind Something. Using at least one free hand, you try to seize the target by making a grapple check instead of an attack roll. A right. strength or athletics check contest by You're the target's right. strength athletic so we or had dex it. acrobatics yeah. check. And I yeah. remember that. We got it. It's a, it's a strength. It's a contest. That's mm-hmm. what was confusing me because you can use dex. So I was like, dex saving right. throw, but it's it's up to the... Okay, so he board. actually, he's going to try to dodge. Rather than to break free, he's going to try to dodge out of your way. Uh, both everybody <coughs> has this advantage, so it's going to be, it's going to cancel itself out. Um, to escape, it must succeed on a to escape the grapple. It must succeed on a strength or dex check contested by your strength check. Right. Okay. So you roll strength and I roll. You I rolled strength. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Wow, he rolled 17 for Dex. He's going to make it. So Black he, two. I got a 15. So the slaver, uh, do- he dodges to the left. Uh, I'm assuming you're going for the one on the right. Um, I was going... Where you? I imagine on the left. Okay, so you're going for the one on the left. He dodges to the right, no, and you end up matters. in between uh, the two slavers behind them on the uh, wall. Very close. like You're like two feet away from them at this point. Uh, to, from either of them. Uh, between them. Um, I imagine if you dove like that, you might end up prone. Uh, so yes, it's not like you need a lot of movement anyway. <laughs> but uh, you probably will be like against the ground at this point. Four foot box. So like, yeah, you I don't s- need to move. You jump really, really hard and kind of slam into the back wall and like hit the ground. So you are prone at this point. Uh, and the slavers are there between you and now your party um, behind the table. So this is like, it's just like this. I'm confused. Is it just a table? Is it like a your ordinary right, so lemonade stand, or is it like stalls. a booth? There's a it's a booth. There's there, it's a okay. stall. It's a there's three walls. Okay, and there's three like a window walls. on the front. The... Yeah, uh, there okay. is. There's a way to get around the table. You can right. go around the table to the back to get to them. All there's right. probably a two foot wide space on either side of the table, concrete table between you and them, but three walls that surround this table. Okay, with the table being at the front. Apologies for a lack of description there. Uh, but yeah, Grim is prone on the in the back. The two slavers are there kind of turned to look at him at this point. Quite a distraction jumping through over the concrete table, I would imagine. So Jekyll, it's your turn. Unless, Grim, you'd like to do anything else. I'm good. I'm a... Well, I could actually stand up. Yeah, you could Yeah, you could move your, use your movement to stand up and dust yourself off. I stand up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna swoosh into the area. <laughs> this is the best way you can think to describe it. Swoosh. A very graceful swoosh, if you will. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, the guy that Grim just tried to attack, I'm gonna go in for him. Okay, so the left, the left, the leftmost one. Yeah. So in this, you're gonna kind of pass by the gnomes. Um, and go to the you're, you're passing Burb and the gnomes going around the left side of the table to the left man and you are within five feet of him I am yes so that means I do get, is it Bryce I'm going to need you, you don't to get advantage you, get, so. you just get to deal your extra damage yeah on your way by the gnomes I'm going to need you to roll a which one of yours is uh, probably a dexterity check okay uh, 12 you succeed uh, on your way by the gnomes, you feel one of them grab your foot and try to pull at it, but you kick you kick <clears> through it, like you you go around it. Okay. I didn't want to like stomp on his hand or anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. On your way by, you feel a gnome reach out, one of those yeah. gnomes in the thing, and try to grab you as if to stop you. Okay. Then yeah, I'm going in for his mana mama jamma. Okay. Um, going to go in with booming blade. Come on. Uh, it, no. What'd you Thirteen. Roll? Thirteen for the AC. Yeah. Yeah, that hits. Hey. <laughs> Boy. Uh. Hang on. <laughs> Math is, is esca- math is escaping <laughs> me this early in the morning. It is six forty-seven a.m. recording time. We start it. We arrived 18. here at four. Eighteen damage. And he'll take another D eight if he moves. All right. How <laughs> did uh, he's moving away? How <laughs> how do what kind of what's your attack look like? What how do you characterize this attack? Uh, he just kind of like 
He's back against a wall, right? He's facing away from you, looking at Grim, whose back is against a wall. Grim is back against the wall? Yeah. yeah. I okay. into the wall. Then I think, like, maybe go in, like, really low and, like, swipe at, like, the backs of his knees or something like that. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you go in and you swipe at the back of his knees, and you're really almost unseen doing this. And when you do that, he shrieks with, Oh, no! <laughs> and he's, you, he, you get him in the back of his legs, and you do cut both his femoral arteries on the way by. You go a little bit higher up on the thighs, and, like, blood just shoots out of his legs. And just he he just like coughs and and just the energy leaves his body and he slumps to the floor like on his knees kind of still vertical uh, but he's definitely dead and you kill him. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, you you killed the slave. Like they weren't wearing a whole lot of armor. They're just they're oh. they're and when you do that, the you hear the the one other slaver sees it and he goes like, no, this wasn't no, this wasn't supposed to happen. This wasn't. What what do we do? And he looks to one of the gnomes, uh, and one of the gnomes says, uh, 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 "Stop! Stop! Stop! We'll, 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 we'll come clean. We'll explain what happened. We'll explain. We'll explain what's going on. Please, just don't kill any more of us." I'm gonna use my bonus action to hide. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're going under the table, by the way. Okay. <laughs> just okay. right behind the gnome. <laughs> I can see you just crouch yeah. down. All right, so I guess you have to roll stealth to hide, do you? Uh, or, yeah. Yeah. So you have advantage. Yeah. Because you can do that. You're you can you can do this because you're a robe. But you got to roll for it. Yeah, it's a sixteen. Uh, yeah, you you hide. That's ten plus wisdom. Yeah, yeah, you plus hide. Plus <laughs> You hide. Uh, they can't see you anymore. You you kind of you don't have to stay under the table, but you kind of pass underneath the table. Uh, if you want to go be on the other side. Um, Pretend like I never even moved. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so they say those things, and it is now uh, Arlo's turn. Um, if you guys want to continue, and you guys role play however you want, talk to them or whatever. But they, one of the the gnome closest to the action. The, there's they're lined up in threes, chained to this table on the front of the table. The gnome closest to the actions, so the closest to the middle of the table, is the one who spoke up and said, "Like, we'll come clean. We'll tell you what happened. Or we'll tell you what we're doing." All right. If you come clean, you better come clean quick. Can you get? Can you get rid of this fog? I can't see anything. Nope. Can you oh. get rid of the fog? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. Uh, it, uh, we're, we're, we're all we're all in it, we're all in it together. It, it's just it's just a big scam. Okay. It's just a big scam. Nobody else has to die. We'll, we'll give you the money we have. I we, we just none of us. We don't want to die. What scam you talking about? <coughs> we're de, uh, we we're from the mainland and we, and we used to live in the mountains and we're super poor. But we got this. We got this idea that maybe uh, if 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 we could pretend to be slaves, uh, our uh, uh, these guys here. Um, uh, 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 I, I can't even remember their names right now. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> We, we, we sell ourselves to rich people, and then whenever they're not looking, we escape and, and run out back to the, the Wildwood where our camp is, uh, and we, we take our stuff out there. And, and so we, we take the money, we get to spend the night in a rich person's house, and then we're back to do it again the next day. Please don't kill any, please don't kill any more of us. out of combat, essentially? Uh, that's up to Arlo at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to drop the fog. Okay, so I'll so. say you drop in the fog. We're out of combat. So yeah, we're we're out of combat at this point. Jack's just standing He's, right where like, he was they're, in the they're fog. All, all three of them, you can <laughs> hear the you can hear the soft clinking of trembling chains at this point. Like the one slaver is just like pressed against the back of the wall, like 
with Grimm in between him, like his his complexion is just just pale white or whatever. If I'm addressing the gnomes. I'm just dumbfounded. So <clears throat> you're a special kind of stupid, aren't you? Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Please let us go. I, uh, don't take us to jail. Please don't kill us. Unless Arlo's doing something else, Grimm's gonna step in. Take that weak stuff down to the park. It ain't working here. What? <laughs> Take that weak stuff down to the park. It ain't working here. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe a squirrel will care. I want to... Is the, the other slavery in between me and them? No. Oh. Uh, the, the, the picture, if we're looking into the stall, would be uh, Arlo and Burb are facing the, uh, sla- the, the, the slaves, the gnomes, mm-hmm. kind of to the left of the table, but in the front. Uh, you are in the center of the stall in the back behind the table. Uh, if you're looking out of the stall now, to your right is a dead body. To your left is the guy pressed against the wall. Okay. Are the slavers gnomes? No, they're men. Okay. I, uh, I want to walk over to the gnome that was speaking and try to like like grab his shirt and like pick him up. Uh, roll strength. Come on. That is a 14. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you can pick up a gnome with that. He's not he's really not trying not to get picked up, I guess. Um gnomes are like thirty, forty pounds. Oh yeah, you can pick up a gnome. Yeah, I mean I can hold the hammer, so <laughs> I um throw him ten feet in the air. <laughs> he 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 is just shaking like please just let us let us go. <clears throat> I, uh, I I pick him up and kind of hold him close and I'm like, this is not a game, do you understand? And I like point him to the body. People die for this. Yeah, he 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 doesn't even speak. He's I just, slam him back on the ground. Okay, okay, okay. And he like takes a uh, he he takes a can we can we go? We will never come back. We won't even come back to the city. We'll go out into the woods and live our live our lives in in the woods. We'll never we'll never come back. We won't cause any more troubles. Just let us go. Wait a minute. What do you think, Burb? Uh, what does Burb think? Burb uh, being a former slave, how does he feel about this situation? Um, what do you think, Burb? Burb says, Not mon friend. Was that a door? Yeah, it sounded like it, but I think it was just a truck stopping and going. Could be. Yeah, Burb says, Not come on, friend. <laughs> that means you're lucky today. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Translation of verb is up, y'all. Uh, so he, so verb is our boom power, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. The gnome kind of reaches into <coughs> his pocket of the kind of tattered clothing he's wearing, and he pulls out a key to his shackles, and he just like slowly, while he's staring at you, unlocks it, and then he like this slowly unlocking the rest of them, and then he like motions to um, the slaver in the back, and he says. Uh, Charles, grab your brother, and we'll we'll take care of this thing. We're, we're leaving. In before you leave, what? you said you'd give us the coin you earned underhandedly. It's under the table. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you went. Out I, of the way. <laughs> I thought you went under and came back out. Oh, well then, yeah, I'll just reach under and grab. Rummaging. Oh, so it is. Yeah. So they're just they're uh, stepping backwards and. They say, so we're free to go. And the guy behind the thing kind of inches past you, Grim, and uh, like tips what now you as real to be his brother over and, and picks him up in his arms, uh, the, his, the body of his brother, and like carries him away. And, like he's he's crying and he's upset, uh, obviously. And like with the utmost fear, like walks out of the, the stall and 
behind the gnomes that are backing away slowly. Well, that just happened. Did, yeah, they round the corner. Did we do a good it. thing or a bad thing? I had honestly hoped not to kill them. Unless push came to shove. Well, there was some pushing and some shoving and some slicing. And... I had not expected to kill them. <laughs> he was weak. This, this did not play out as I expected. Hmm. I'm. We have a job to do. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay, Burb uh, goes and Burb is pretty alarmed as well. Like he walks behind the table. <laughs> And he kind of kicks at the blood on the ground because there's, there's a big pool of blood. And he kind of kicks and uh, he just kind of introspectively looks at it. And he, Burb is a little perturbed. He doesn't like looking at that. Uh, he comes with you guys. How much money was it? 500 gold. Oh, they, sweet. They had, sold, they had sold one. <laughs> Sorry, 300 gold. Yeah. I said 300 last time. Yeah, 300. 300 gold in there. One and two thirds. So, made some money off of this exchange, at least. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Some dirty cops. <laughs> Yay, kinda. Uh, Grim, Grim doesn't take the money. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Jack's, Jack's got in his hand. Yeah. Let me just get your money. Yeah, if you, were, if you were passing it out, I, Grim does not take it. You also stole my money. I, gave I my didn't steal your money, I offered it back. <laughs> and you said no. Alright, what now? Onward to the place where the thing happens. Yeah. Yep. To the constable, constabular or area. Did he give us a location where they were taken from? Uh, he, do, he doesn't even know if they are taken, but he he felt that if they were anywhere, the constable would be keeping them like near or around a possible dungeon in his manor or something like that. Dungeon. So... How does this work out? Because we're here to investigate some stuff, but the constable is with law enforcement, and doesn't he outrank us? The constable is like the name for the kind of the governor of the whole city. Oh. Um, so he's not necessarily law enforcement. He's, but he is a member of the government. He is the, and, and you are working for a government agency. So yeah. Hmm. He would technically out outrank you. He would outrank anybody in the city. Yeah, constable is like law enforcement. So yeah, I was like, wait it's a minute. Actually, kind of low on the thing because they're just they're the guys that just kind of walk around and mm. poop a doop about. This mm. that's that's his title in this world. Okay, constabulatory. Yeah. Okay, so we're going we're going to scope it out. <clears throat> um, yes, although I I believe that's best. The Constable does like to throw a good party every now and then. Well, I say good. I, that's sarcasm. Sarcasm. Yeah. I don't know I if don't. I, Corgus mentioned that, but yeah, his, I don't know if I y'all got the rundown. Yeah, Grim does know that on a nightly basis there are rather rather uh, wild rich people parties at the Constable's Manor. I prefer to steer clear of such things, but that could be a good distraction. Hmm. I'll go. What say you, Jack? I'll follow along. Excellent. <laughs> Okay, so where are y'all headed? What are you doing? I guess we need to... Do we need to see if we can get an invite to the party, or what are we... Um, yeah, I mean, y'all gotta figure out the plan. Yeah. We do can go we... get some of those beautification robes. Woo. We could. I don't want to hurt nobody. Um, Jack, you are the most stealthy of us, I believe. Would you care to recon? Retconnoiter? 
as they say. <laughs> you uh, also smell pretty. I do. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I could try that. <laughs> I mean, it's and up to you. Yes, I, I'd I be willing like, to. Other than that, we just either buy robes or, if, if anything, we have to wait until night if we're going to infiltrate during a party. Indeed. So. Uh, yes, let's go with your plan. Cool. I will do my best to I will do so stealthily. Should anything happen, I will try to escape. <laughs> I will approach the door and try to cause a slight distraction for you. Very well. I'll, uh, go, I'll go with Grim on this one. I could be a little bit distracting. Just a little, Arlo. Just a little. Ever so slight. Burb has a sword that screams <laughs> bloody murder. Just... just so, would you care to check out this this bird's sword? <laughs> <laughs> just for ten minutes. Mm, that was a very metal scream. You just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bird like sword in the stone thing. <laughs> it's just stuck in there. Nobody can move it. It's like the smoke alarm. Nobody can turn it <clears> off. So we gotta wait till nightfall, right? Bird, uh, while y'all are talking, uh, he moves over to Jack a little bit, kind of between Jack and Arlo, and he does say, "Sneaky." Yes, I am very sneaky, Burb. Or what he really says is, too sneaky. Some might say. And when you hear him say too sneaky, it sounds like that his old master, that voice. Are you saying you're sneaky, Burb? Burb, too sneaky. <laughs> Maybe Burb should go with you, Jack. I see no Mom, friend. Somebody's got to watch you back. <laughs> Sounds good to me, Burb. Will you be my backup on this? Burb. Come on, friend. <laughs> I love Burb. <laughs> <laughs> well, what time is it? Like, uh, It's probably midday at this point. Probably lunchtime. Okay. After all your shopping escapades and stuff. Okay. Are y'all... Did, did you say you were going for the robes, or... First, we were going to try to be sneaky, I think. Okay. I believe so. Yeah, and then go so as the far road. as the plan is concerned because if I go in and somebody spots me I have a mask anyway yeah so yeah Jack Law is going to go sneak in but at the same time during a party <coughs> no not during the, so now yeah we're going now, now. Okay, now oh I thought we were waiting for the party too okay no no no, no. yeah that was the, the plan was to go now and you recon the area and, and relay any information any pertinent information back okay. to us so okay. we're looking for the missing people yeah I suppose I should clarify my plan just a bit. I, <laughs> yeah. I would like you to go into the manor now mm-hmm. and see if perhaps... Because Corgus? Corgus, yes. Corgus mentioned um, that perhaps the constable had a dungeon. Jack waves from the window. <laughs> okay. Just, <laughs> um, so yes, if, if perhaps you can find the entrance to it, and if you are so bold as to go down there, uh, if such a thing exists... Then maybe we could just knock this out in a day and go home. Indeed. Or well, to the next mission. Let us set your plan into motion then. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, so you guys kind of go back to the, the, I guess, inner circle of the city and you're looking out into the, the constable's manor out there. Uh, between you and the manor is a large stone wall. Uh, and in the center of that wall is a gate, and there are three city guards uh, standing at that gate. And you also know that there is a gate into the manor uh, on the east and west side of the wall as well. Regan smash. <laughs> nobody, nobody what? What, what, what now? Uh, I think it's the thing in like Family Guy, Ronald Reagan's like 
he's oh, really yeah. old and senile. He's just like punching at the brick walls of a McDonald's, <laughs> thinking it's the Berlin Wall. Oh yeah. So he's like, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, <laughs> ring and smash. Uh, I feel like Family Guy would be a better show, in my opinion, if they took out all the stuff in between the <laughs> interesting <laughs> the references and flashbacks. Yeah. Like, give me, get rid of Peter and just let me have the other stuff. Uh, anyway, you're in there. You're at the you're at the uh, the thing looking. You're in this. The city is still hustling and bustling. There's still life. There are people moving around the square, and you guys are looking at the constable's manor, uh, standing there four deep. Cool. Bird is now uh, kind of in ja- in tow with Jack. He's kind of right there by Jack, like he's p- partnered up with him. Hi. Where um, are the guards? The guards are at the gate. Inside, outside. Uh, they are. There's one inside. No, there are three. Are outside. They're outside the gate. There's like a little guard shack, and the gate is closed. Mm. We're trying to cause a distraction. Oh, we'll go. Is that Arlo or Josh? Not towards the gate. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go around the wall. Y'all have this discussion as characters, my friends. I'm going to go around the perimeter. You. That is for the best, I believe. Start your distraction here, and let it make it last as long as you can. And. Alright, I'm gonna go around and uh, I rolled a 16 for perception. I'm looking. I have thieves camped. I'm looking for any signs or symbols that maybe if anyone else has ever tried to break into this rich manor, if they have found okay. any okay. weak points in the cool, perimeter. Cool. So as you, uh, I guess you're you're kind of walking the block, <clears throat> checking it out. Um, we'll deal with what y'all do as a distraction. You and Berber kind of walking the block. Uh, you stick out a little bit with your kind of black, because you, you wear black, or do you not? And, yeah. and, and Burb is just a little, this little like black feathered bird bird person with a white robe on. So you can stick out a little bit, but you you kind of uh, you're you're making it. And you walk around, and uh, on the right side, the the, the <coughs> eastern side of the wall, you don't see any symbols for the thieves can't thing. And as you kind of approach and look on the front wall, the f- wall that faces the inner circle, you don't see anything, but you do see. Um, a symbol. You do see just kind of like a marker. It doesn't have a real a word. It's just the thieves can't like a kind of like a look here. Kind of like a marker on a tree on a hiking trail. Mm. Uh, on the on the left side, it's very small and it's in one of the stone uh, blocks that is just around the corner <clears throat> on the left on the 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 left side or the western wall. Of the gate around the manor. So if you were to, or if you're on the wall that faces the inner circle, you're walking down that. You're about to make a right to go down the left side of the thing. Right after you make that turn, you can see a little symbol on that wall. So it's like right on the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh. it's actually an it, the symbol is, is uh, it actually is a word. It's a word for up. Okay. Is it- like, does it stick out? Does it look like a good handhold to climb over the wall? Yeah, there, the, the, there are a few uh, irregularities in that stone that look like maybe you could climb over the wall right there. Right, I'm going to attempt to climb it. Okay. Um, there are people around. There are a lot oh. of people around possibly to, to see you. Uh, so we probably should deal with the distraction. Okay. Uh, so you're prepared to climb. I assume you're <laughs> waiting for the distraction as, yeah. as the seven. So. Well, in that case, I'm going to kind of oh, just walk past it. Is it sure. Just, yeah, I saw it. I picture you're casually just waiting. I'm not going to say like, oh, <laughs> when did we get back? You were just standing there doing nothing while I was talking to the other players. So you got to notice. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, so Grim and Arlo, you are standing there at the gate. Also uh, on each, uh, excuse me, real quick, on the east and west walls, there are also more guard stations with guards. I imagine we're like 20 feet back, just kind of staring at it. Grim's just... 
Although what this fellow is, is a collector, or he, he like looks for like rare critters and stuff like that, doesn't he? I believe so. Yes. I could be a critter. Could you be a rare critter? How about that big old giant toady frog. Perhaps. Could you be anything different? What kind of difference you want? Something a bit more unique than a giant toad. I'm, I'm just... The giant toad thing <coughs> is pretty interesting, yes. But if he's a collector of rare uh, creatures, I'm not certain that a giant toad is going to be high on his list of priorities. Might be if it's sitting in the middle of his front yard on a big party. Maybe. <laughs> what are kinku? Bird people. They're not creatures? They are humanoids, so they probably fall outside... They kind of live in that ether between. Gotcha. Um, I guess, again, this is kind of like, I guess, subject to how you want to play them in any general world. And I've played him certainly as a very simple, a simple race. <coughs> Concerned with few things other than have, having their freedom. Grim is going to search his memory banks. I am what his mother could become. Oh, daggone. They don't have a thing for that. Uh, yeah, search through your memories. I would say if you want to roll like a nature or something, something that you are insight to know what, what you've seen that the, the constable has touted as being some of his favorite creatures, or if you remember that whether he likes large things, small things, whatever, you know. I was just... Redfish. Grim's mom. Yeah, I know a... what you're doing. I was just saying if you wanted to also think about that, I'm just giving them a Eight? And eight. <laughs> and you're rolling for what I just said? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you've lived in this city a good long while. You know that the, the the bigger the better with the constable. It seems like he has a he has a carriage that sometimes rides through town with a giant cage on the back. And sometimes it's just, uh, if he can't find something exotic uh, or strange, he just brings back the biggest thing he can find. A lot of times he brings back large things because he has such large parties. And you know that some, I mean, sometimes he'll bring back a cage full of deer because it's venison night at the party or whatever, and well, they got to feed those folks. How is the largest I've got? A giant I, toad? That I know of, yeah. You, can you become a giant elk? I think that's a thing. Yeah, that is a thing. I can. I think I have seen an elk before. But are you out of character? Is that within your yep. CR range? Mm-hmm. Dope. I would imagine you can make the choice be a big or small one. I don't know if you can do one that's like, like 10 feet tall. Specific There's a creature. giant elk. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Never yeah, mind. It has to be like specific creatures, I guess, unless you house rule otherwise. Um, but this is a huge beast. Nope, so I, cannot do, I cannot do a giant oh, elk. Well, that sucks because it's like medium large is up to like 15 feet tall yeah. and huge is just... <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> just Cat. step over the gate. <laughs> yeah. Just out of, out of the game real quick. I'm checking <coughs> it out. I think it's challenge rating of one or less because I'm a moon druid. I'm only level two. so okay. Challenge rating. As your guys are I'm kind of considering a plan, yeah. you do see... Um, you kind of hear behind you a couple of guards shouting like, Hey, you kids over there, stop that! Come back here! Come back here! Uh, and you can see these kids, they're kind of like street urchin looking kids, kicking what looks to be kind of a soccer ball, like a ball through the streets into the inner square. Uh, and they're kind of giving these guards kind of a chase, a run for their money. Not the guards you're looking at, they're stoic. They're like Queen's guards at the at Buckingham Palace with the big furry hats. Uh, they don't actually have hats, but they're stoic and they're not moving. Uh, but these other guards are like chasing them, chasing these kids down, and they're like having fun, kicking balls off the ball off the walls and bouncing around and juggling and playing keep away with these guards. 
Uh, and they kind of run. They're they're running kind of towards you and uh, <clears throat> adjacent, like not right directly towards you, but they're coming into your space. I would. Um, I lean down to Arlo. Can you become a giant octopus? Think on that. I'm going to speak to the children. I'm gonna think on that, but it's a water creature. I can't. Oh, you can't do that. He, Arlo says, "What do you say? <laughs> it's a water creature." That's a water critter. I think a giant toad will be sufficient. That's fine. Then. <laughs> be a bus kid. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and a, a toad is stretching it because a toad is like a land critter, but mm. he can swim. Amphibious. Yeah. So. And the kids by this time they're just running around. They don't pay you any mind, and they're kicking the ball and. The guards are still chasing at him to stop. Yeah, and a giant toad is it's like 10 feet tall, so... That'll work. That's a big old toad <laughs> from. We just jump over the, the thing. Um, yeah. Very well. Uh, giant toad it is, then. I am going to try to bribe these children to cause a distraction <clears throat> alongside our you do your thing. own thing. Then I call out to the children. Okay. Children! Come hither. Arlo, like, is trying to sneak a little bit closer toward, like, the middle of the thing. Uh, as you do that, uh, and as Grim, you call them, and the guards notice you, and they notice your badge, and they, they identify you as a as an investigative department guy, and says, This seems a little bit below your pay grade, but we'll let you deal with it. we got to get back to our post. They've been cha- We've been chasing them all around the Green District. They found their way up here to the inner circle. Deal with this. Uh, we got to head back. We're, we're, we're away from the post. And so they turn around, they leave, and the kids are standing there before you. And they're because they're, they're, they're kind of close to you, and they stop and they stop the ball, and they're a little bit more intimidated by you. Uh, and they say, "Hi, Mister." I uh, I crouch down. Hello, child. What's your name? My name's Kim. Kim. Well, nice to meet you, Kim. My name is Thaddeus. Yeah, it's a little girl. She looks. She's oh, like a little girl. Sorry, yeah, little girl. Uh, pigtails and uh, kind of tattered clothing looks kind of like a street urchin little girl but she looks like you, you saw she's got some skills with the soccer ball how many are there? Uh, three. three three kids uh, is the ball within reach? yeah I pick it up okay uh, she tries to roll it away from your hand whenever you go to pick it up so, uh, so let's do like a dex contest Ooh, baby, I got a nine. <laughs> I got a 19. <laughs> so, so when you go to reach for it, she does like, she's scared of looking, but her, her foot is on top of it, and she just like rolls it back right before your hand can touch it. Hmm. She says like, please don't take my ball. I wasn't going to take your ball. I was going to ask you a question. Okay. Grim is suddenly realizing how creepy that is. <laughs> and then whenever they, she, and she has like two little boys with, him, with her, and they lean close and they say, or one of them says, be careful. <laughs> she's like still with her head back, kind of. Yeah, she's her head is back, like pressed into her neck a little bit. And she's looking up at you a little bit, scared with the ball under her foot. Still uncrouched. Uh, you're still taller than her crouched. Okay. She's short. Um, I noticed you playing with the ball, and the, the guards didn't seem to like that. Um, how would you like to earn some money doing what you enjoy? Her eyes go wide. Her eyes get really wide. She says. You give me money to kick this ball yes. at a guard. <laughs> yes, that is, yes, that is what I'm asking. <laughs> she's really excited. She's like, she looks at, at the both, and the both of the boys are like nodding or whatever. And she says, <clears throat> "How much?" I'll give you five gold a piece. Five gold a piece. 
she's very alarmed at this price. Like she's very happy about it. She says, "Of course. How many guards would you like us to kick?" Um. Well, not necessarily oh. kick guards. Just cause a, a ruckus, if you will, with as many as you can. Okay. But don't get caught. Which? Be, which, be careful with this. Be which cautious. One, which one specifically? The there are a lot of guards in the city. Um, the ones around this constable's manor, for one. Okay. And only that. Just those. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll try. We'll, we'll, we'll try. Yeah, things... We don't want to get hurt or anything. Yeah, this this is not more important than your well-being. Okay. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try we'll try to cause some problems. We're good at that. Yeah. Okay, so she takes the ball and, like, they're... They're, they're like, the, the three kids huddle up and they're, like, whispering... Like, they're forming a plan. Okay, I give them... Once they're done, I give... I, I'm, like, pulling out the gold while they're doing this. Okay. And they reach their hands out. And I give it to them. Nice. They take the gold. They're very happy. They put it in their pockets. Thank you, Kim. Have fun. Okay. Thank you, mister. They're very grateful. And she gives you like a bow, curtsy thing. With the ball. Keeps under her foot. I, I try. I mimic as best I can. Okay. The, not a curtsy, but like yeah. a... I'm with you. Well couched. Okay, so they're, yeah, they're, they're making their plans real quick. <clears throat> if you're going back over to Arlo. I'd be doing that. Okay. Um, yeah, good. Have you collected me on some far-flung expedition? Yes. Okay, then. Perhaps I have got away from your constraint. For wink, podcast listeners, Marlo is winking. <laughs> yeah. Wink. Um, that's as good of wink. an idea as... Yes. Very good. <laughs> Stop <laughs> winking. Yes. That works. Sorry. Um, go find an alley. I will... Go in the opposite direction, and once I hear a ruckus, I'll come running. Cool. A giant toad bursts forth onto the scene. Okay, so you go to an alley, find a place to to stealthily turn into a toad. <laughs> uh, just, um, Jack just walks by again, whistling like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, know I picture this is happening very much the same time where he's making his slow yeah. rounds. It was a bit, um, mostly. So, Arlo, you are now a giant frog in an alleyway. The kids are still making their plans a little bit. That oh is a my. large truck. Yeah, it's turning. Or a space shuttle. Yeah, this is this is why you ought to go to patreon.com slash network. Uh, the more the more you're willing to, to give to us the possibility we can at least soundproof this ball. Uh, Just the one, though. Shame- we'll have a guy with a bazooka waiting for yeah. the trucks to go back. Shameless Patreon plug. Uh, anyway, so you are now in an alley as a frog. Cool. I want to make my way to the front yard. Look, what are you looking? You got big, your big green spots. Yeah, just big, crazy looking giant toady frog nice. of large proportions. Nasty. Okay, <laughs> giant toady frog. And you, do you hop or do you like walk? Oh, I'm hopping. Okay, I'm hopping. <laughs> the ground so, is shaking. Yeah, just grim. So, I make my way to the front yard and just do that look like the frog thing where it's like yeah, yeah. as the as like the, shakes the windows I feel like I'm on this back corner and he went into an alleyway over here and yeah. I just see him like hop past back to the front yeah and my eyebrows just kind of go up but then you see like the crow's feet in the corner and my eyes crinkle as I smile yeah yeah at um, it again I see <laughs> Jack's into it Burb says I'm on friend <laughs> uh I can see Burb just shaking his head. Come on. That truck yeah. was moving. There goes Doc Brown and the DeLorean. Um, anyway, the yeah, the ground begins to shake as you come down this alleyway. 
and onto a main street and then hopping down towards the inner circle. The ground shakes a little bit. The kids are there with their ball, still making their plans, but the ball is just sitting there, and then the ball like bounces one time a little bit, and they like look, and they're like, Whoa. It's like a Jurassic Park thing. And as they see that, they do look to you, Grim. The uh, little girl, Kim, she looks to you, and she like... With her eyes wide open, and she like nods back to the toad or whatever. Like, and okay, so you give her a nod um, for our listeners at home. Grim, oh, yes. yeah, I nod. Yeah, Grim nods back to her. Nods so grimly. Like, <laughs> okay, uh, so they actually do. They begin like kicking the ball, and they uh, they um, they they're kicking around in front of the guards, and they're not seeming to get get much attention from the guards. Um, but they do run down each side as the toad comes in. As the giant Arlo Toad hops into the middle of the town square, the, the, everyone notices this. Uh, the every, every, everything stops in the inner circle, uh, and all of the people in the square or the circle are looking at you, and they're stopped, and their mouths are agape, and like they they live in a world where these things exist, but never has a giant toad jumped into the middle of the city. Over there, they exist uh, over there. And the guards. At are trying to stay stoic, but they can't do it. Uh, we're here. I'll, I'll do. Uh, I'll Is there roll. like a fountain in the town I'm square or whatever? Yeah, there's a fountain. Oh, I'm going there's for a fountain. giant toad. You're not going to. I don't know if you'll fit in this fountain. Yeah, you probably fit in the fountain. I'm a toad. I don't know these things. Right. I'm just trying to be a distraction toad. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they're strong, but they're not that mentally strong to hold against the toad so that they say like you see the guards nudge each other and they go out to they go to approach the toad with their spears uh pointing at you like inching closer like uh they're very um very concerned with you uh and but the guards on the sides don't really notice that until the kids go down there and they kick the ball towards the guards and they're kicking around they say hey guards there's a giant toad in the inner circle and the guards are like, "What, kids?" And they say, "Yeah, follow us." <laughs> and the the they the guards kind of put their heads around. They look and they see the giant toad. And so now you have nine guards uh, staring at you, Arlo, as a giant toad. Uh, so scene begin now that it's set. Cool. And once the kids do that and dist- and get the guards to come there, uh, they kind of give Grim a look and they like pat in their pockets and they run off. He gives them like a like a little thumbs up down at the like. His thigh. Cool. Secret thumbs up. Awesome. Yeah, they Secret run off. Thumbs up. Um, and then he just runs toward the thing. Okay. All right. So Grim runs. Grim is running towards Arlo, the giant frog. Is the gate open now? Uh, the gate is not open. The okay. gate is still shut. They came from the. They were on your side of the gate, so they're just moving closer to it. Okay. Um. Arlo was trying to like wedge his massive body into this tiny little fountain. Yeah, so you're like backing up and like <laughs> pressing yourself into the fountain, <laughs> and like the fountain, it, the kind of bubbles up from the bottom some, but it stopped bubbling. So now there's water like coming up from around your bottom <laughs> and stuff, and coming out of the and there's water coming out of the fountain onto the ground uh, in this inner circle, and people are just like backing away, but also not they're not leaving. They want to see what happens. Um, as I as I get to the gate, I scream, Walter Froggins, no! <laughs> <laughs> I can just kind of see this giant toad sitting there, just kind of like cut his eyes sideways like you just did. Ribbit. <laughs> uh, so whenever you yell that, the guard that was closest to the front and was at one of the, seemed to be in charge at the front gate, uh, turns and says, Walter who? Froggins, he's my toad. 
giant toad, as you can see, clearly, but still. This is your... Yes. This is your toad. It is. What? I'm gonna need more explanation, sir. I found this toad on an expedition many, many moons ago. Um, I tried my hand uh, at gambling with him. Didn't work. Um, so I, I decided I didn't have much use for him. He's, he's massive, as you can see. So uh, I thought maybe, perhaps, a collector would be interested. A collector? Yes. I'm, I'm willing to sell him. You know the constable of this land is into large things, large, large beasts, large yes. animals. Yeah, I do know this. It is unfortunate that uh, Walter Froggins broke free of his restraints on the way over, but he arrived at his destination. Well, he it's seems like a little string attached to it. <laughs> he seems rather docile now. He will remain so, I assure you. What does he... <laughs> Eat. <laughs> Just processing. Hold, hold for the truck. Sir, what do you do? You talk about expeditions. It, I am currently a member of the LID now, but uh, in my younger days I traveled. Just to travel. No real reason. Aimless and free. And you've kept this frog this whole time? I found him on the return journey. Hmm. Well, I climb up out of the, the fountain and I want to go and sit next to, to where Grim is. He does seem Bunch to know. water just flowing everywhere. I, yeah. I try to reach out and, like, pat him if I can. <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't flinch in the nose. Yeah, you just pat him on the side and you just see this fleshy frog body go in when you pat him. <laughs> when he gets out of the fountain, like, yeah, you hear the... <laughs> of him sucking out of the fountain and water splashing onto the thing and you hear... going <laughs> over there and he says, He does seem to know you. Why is... Where have you been keeping it? How did he get to the middle of the city? Strange thing. I keep him in my house most days because it's it's just easier to keep him there in, instead of a cage. I, I have not yet uh, had time to purchase one. <clears throat> Escape through the sewer. But, um, no. <laughs> but um, I decided I could no longer keep him as he has grown, as I said, quite massive. So I decided I would uh, try and sell him or trade him or set him free. Obviously not here in the town. That was unfortunate, but... You want to sell him? Yes. To the constable. If he is interested. I don't know. Alright, so as you're doing this, con you're having this conversation, Jack Law, we're going to cut over to you uh, as the distraction has been made. As you're walking back around this corner to where you saw the thieves can't symbol, uh, you saw the, the guards from that side of the Excuse wall run, run past you into the uh, around. So now there's nobody looking at you. You are completely... Not concealed, but not uh, with anyone in anyone's sight. Alright. Burb. Care to be the first over the wall. He uh, just said, uh, yeah, he says, oh yeah, when you put out your hand, he says, hop! Yeah. I put out my hands with my fingers laced together. Yep. Ready to hoist. Okay, so let's roll. Uh, Burb is going to roll an acrobat. Acrobatics check. Can you like flap a little bit? Uh, yeah, he's gonna roll acrobatics check with advantage because of your help, certainly. Um, <coughs> acrobatics would be dex, right? So he rolls a fourteen, which I'm gonna say is plenty to. He hops up onto the wall, which is not very thick. Uh, kind of <coughs> hops up and does a thing where he puts his left hand on the wall and his, pushes his legs over. 
uh, and then falls on the other side, and you hear the sound of him falling into some leaves uh, and uh, and kind of a bush, a bushy area. You kind of hear him hit the foliage. Okay. I'm going to climb up after him. Okay. Roll. This will be athletics, since you're not jumping. What? It wouldn't be acrobatics. It would technically technically have been athletics either way, because acrobatics is like rolls and somersaults, not jumping. Oh, okay. Well, Burb is good at this. So just do athletics, I guess, and the climb. I thought it'd be acrobatics, too. Roll advantage because of the area on the steep, the thieves' camp thing that they let 20. you see. Okay, there you go. So you climb with ease quickly, uh, and you hop over the wall, and you see immediately that this part of the wall, there's a very <coughs> tall bush uh, in the corner of this uh, wall, in the corner of the the outer rim of these thing, of the courtyard, and you fall right behind the bush, and you are and Burb are perfectly concealed behind this bush, uh, able to kind of look through and peer and, and surveil the yard from here. I, I rolled a 17 for stealth and a 16 for perception. All right, so you are stealthy. <coughs> uh, make sure you're stealthy. Looking for a window. You are definitely stealthy. Uh, and <coughs> you, what you see from behind the bush is probably... <coughs> it's a good amount of distance from you. Not quite 100 yards, maybe 75 or... It, we'll call it 200 feet between you and the front door of the manor, which is in the center of this grassy area. Between you and the manor is actually a pond, a little picturesque pond where there's some ducks floating and there's a little bridge across it, kind of just a picturesque thing. Uh, and it's on the left side of the path that leads from the front door of the manor out the gate to the front to the inner courtyard. So, based on the way you map this out, there's a path going from where Arlo and Grim are directly into the front of the manor. On the left side of that path is this pond of that kind of takes up that left quadrant, lower left quadrant, if you're looking at it head on. Uh, and in the lower right quadrant, uh, across the path from you, would be the, you see a stable. Several horses, a couple of stable boys are out there, and you can see that there are stables, and uh, there's a lot of hay stacked up in there for the horses and stuff to eat. And that is really the big... Uh, there's some trees in the courtyard, plenty of places for you to kind of slink and hide around. And there are two patrols of two guards that kind of walk uh, clockwise around <coughs> the, the grounds that are searching. And you see those guys as well. Are there <coughs> any windows nearby? Uh, there are certainly windows on the front of the manor, if that's what you're looking for. Am I, am I at the front? I thought I was around like... The back kind of left corner or something like that. All right, so if we're let's let's map it out, I guess, and look at it like we're looking at it on a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. So the manor is at the center, okay. uh, surrounded by really like a 200 foot wide grassy area on all sides, all four sides. Okay. Uh, and then there's the wall on the outside. Yeah. So you are right. You are imagine the corner of that bottom left. Okay. Area where you climbed over. You are mm-hmm. right in that corner. So wait. This is the entrance. Yep. This is where I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you are the. So there's you in the corner I of the gate. I thought I going like all the way around. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you I are the. You around too. If yeah. we're looking at you're on the south, the south end. Okay. Which would be where Arlo and them are as well. All right. So and there's no windows on the side. Yeah, there's windows on the side. Okay. I would just say if you to get closer, <clears throat> you can get a better idea of. So you do see windows on the side. You see a couple doors on the left side as well on the bottom floor. It's a two-story building. I should describe that as well. Uh, the manor is this is a two-story manor. Uh, it's got big stone walls, but at the seams of these walls there are great wood pillars 
that hold this building up. It's got a, a big arch ceiling, and it's just a very stately residence. Do I see any more thieves' camp symbols? You don't see any more thieves' camp symbols from here because just be- between you and the manor is this pond and kind of this grassy green gardenish more right. area than it is place to put a thieves' camp symbol. I'm going to try and slide over to that west wall. Okay. Um, cool. Are there any particularly dark windows? Looks like they are not... Uh, it's daytime, so you had a good perception roll. So you let's look at let me look at my little map of the area, so I know where everybody's at. Loading. Yeah, Wall is ten feet tall. Wall is ten feet tall. I guess so. Yeah, it's, it's fairly tall. Um, so <coughs> yes, on that left side, you see there are windows on each. Um, on each level, top floor and bottom floor, you can kind of see into what these rooms are. Uh, as if we're going to go from the front of the manor to the back, so you're looking at the west wall, uh, so from south to north. Uh, on the bottom floor, on the far right, there are no windows. You don't see any windows there. You do see windows on the top floor. Those windows are fairly dark at this point of the day. There's not a whole lot of movement in those windows. Uh, you can't really see into them. They you can't really see what kind of rooms they are just from being so low on the ground. <clears throat> um, and you've moved closer, have you not? You said you moved to that west wall? Yeah. So yeah, you stealthed over there. Nobody saw you. The guards the guards had already passed and made their pass. You went from tree to tree. You and Burb both did. Well, yeah, Burb also successfully stealthed with you. Should have rolled for him, which is lucky that we did that because I was really counting on that. I'm easy with him. Okay. Grim is going to stand up real quick while I describe this to Jack Law. Uh, also, you can see there are some. There is a window. So the way this is set up is there are kind of two things that jut out, and there's kind of an inner alcove as well on this western wall. Um, you can see a door that comes facing south into that uh, alcove, and then you can see a window into what looks like a very large dining room directly ahead of you if you're looking straight at that wall. You can also, <clears throat> a little bit to your left, see windows that look into what looks like a kitchen. Uh, you can see into the kitchen, you can see two people walking around in there that are kind of cooking, preparing things. Um, and above that, you can see windows. And in those windows, <clears throat> you can see a pretty ornate looking ceiling uh, with, it looks like a lot of decoration. You can actually see some mounted animals uh, on the walls of that room as well. But it doesn't look um, <coughs> super well lit. Okay. Wait, that's on the bottom floor? That's on the top floor. Oh, that's on the top floor. And then on the very, very far left, there actually is, so you're not quite at this wall, there is one guard, and okay. he is standing directly in front of a door that is at the very edge of this western wall on the north side. Okay. So on your far left. So I picture you and Burb are kind of behind a tree, wherever you're hiding, maybe behind a bush, uh, and you are looking at this wall, uh, which has one guard that is in front of that door. Okay. I thought it was up, like, up against the wall over there. Up against the guard? The, the west uh, wall. The west wall of the manor. Yeah, because I I approached it. You you said okay, I got yeah, close yeah. So, to it. Okay, if you're up against sorry, you're up against the wall, but I'm you do see that. I'm gonna try and guard. get into that little alcove you talked about earlier. Okay, so yeah, stealth wise, well, that's your best option too. To, to so you're kind of looking down the wall now, and you see that guard who is facing yeah. out. And I'm gonna take a gold coin, and I'm gonna throw it into the bushes to see if I can't get the bushes to rustle a bit. Okay, the bushes kind of in front of him, yeah. or just okay. anywhere, just so he'll go and examine. 
Ooh, gold! <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, you toss the coin, and I need you to roll a dex, like attack roll for that. Uh, uh, seven. So you throw this coin, and you do get some good distance on it, but your accuracy is a little off, and there's a tree over in this area between, uh, between the, the outer wall <coughs> and then the wall of the manor. Uh, and you throw it, and it actually bounces off that tree and kind of towards the guard, and it lands a little bit between you and the guard, and so he kind of turns in your direction, not seeing you. Where? What, what are we struggling with? I'm sorry. All right, so, like, this is the wall that we're right, up against. here, I'll like, show you hey. my picture. You're here in this little alcove. Yep. Hmm. The guard's up here. Yeah, and I'm throwing the coin way that way against, like, the wall that we jumped over. Right. And I was just saying, based on your dexterity roll, throwing it that way, you hit a tree in this area, and it kind of bounced back towards this way. Okay. 200 yards? How did you get a... It's not 200 yards. 200 feet. Yeah, you didn't... Yeah, imagine the wall of the... seven. The wall of the outer place. Three. The wall of the outer... All right, we'll just go with... Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to try and open the door, then. Sorry, let me finish with the coin. So you you drop the coin, uh, it falls over there. He walks over there and says, he's very confused. He looks around, but also has a gold coin. So he picks it up and puts it in his pocket and then walks back to his post at the door. Gotcha. Then I'm going to try the door that I'm right at. Okay, yeah. So there's a door that uh, seems to go, yes, directly ahead of you. Um, that door is unlocked. Okay, I'm going to enter. Okay, so the room that you enter in looks to be a bathroom. Uh, you are in a room that you go in and you see a wall directly ahead of you. Once you go in, turn to the right, there's like a line of, of sinks as well as places for people like stalls to go in and, and do their business. Um, and you can hear through, <clears throat> so you go in, you make a right to the left now that you're looking, uh, which again, this opening would be to the north. Uh, you can hear the the bustle of a kitchen. You can hear the, the clang of uh, the knives and um, the chopping of vegetables and things like that. Um, you can hear people calling to themselves like, oh, I can need another need another piece of meat to chop up or whatever. You can hear people talking like they're in the kitchen. Gotcha. Um, There's also a door. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I forget about this door. Uh, so you went in to the north. If you're now looking east, there's a door to the east that looks like it heads out of this room as well. Alright. Um, can I just peek out of that door? Uh, sure. I, I was, now that you're inside the building, I'll probably have to ask you to roll stealth again. I figure like that one big area, your stealth roll would apply to the outside, but now that you're inside, there's some more challenges, so roll stealth again for me. Can I roll with advantage since I'm alone in the bathroom? <laughs> um... I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of people around, so sure, I guess so, yeah. Okay, then yeah, I made it. Uh, what was 25. your original roll? Uh, 10. That still would have done it. Oh. Yeah, your original roll was it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you're quiet, you're in the bathroom. That We lowered the difficulty class rather than give, raising you to advantage. Uh, yeah, you can peek out of that door. Um, that door is also unlocked. This is the bathroom. They don't lock the doors to the bathroom. So you peek out, uh, and what you see is this grand dining room. Uh, you see uh, a great table that's set with fine furnishings. You see big paintings on the wall. A lot of exotic beast heads are mounted on the wall in here. Uh, and you can also see in this room as well, there are kind of two guards that are walking around uh, patrolling the area. Okay. Uh, 
where are the guards? The guards are kind of just making their... Um, one of them, uh, across the room that you can see as well, uh, you can see two doors that lead into kind of a living room. Not doors that open, but just archways that kind of lead into a living room on the other side. Between those two doors uh, is one guard standing against that wall. Uh, the other guard... Facing into the room that facing I Facing into the dining room, yes. Okay. Um, as well, there is a guard on your side of the great dining room table kind of pacing up and down. I leave. Okay, you shut that door? Yep. Okay. And I leave the bathroom as well. Are you going into the kitchen or out the door? Out the, out the door. Outside. Is, is there a door from the bathroom to the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many doors are in there? There's a door that you came in going up. Yeah. When you turn right, there was kind of an archway door situation that you kind of quickly passed by without anybody noticing you. In the bathroom? Yeah, that goes into the kitchen. Okay. Nice bathroom. All right. Yeah, it's kind of a medieval setup. It's not like a super private thing. It's not like you're pooping in the kitchen or anything. Right. Um, so, can I take a peek into the kitchen then? Yeah, you peek in, you see two uh, cooks in there. They're going at it. They're both uh, on a central table. There's uh, the cabinets that kind of go around the top edges of this room. Uh, there are windows by some sinks that look out into the place where you were just outside um, to the looking to the west. Uh, in the center, there's a big cutting board table area where they are both facing each other, cutting stuff on that cutting board. Facing me or facing away? They're facing each other. The table goes north to south, and they are facing east and west. Okay. So they're, like, I'm facing them. They're facing this way? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's like a, a it's per- perpendicular. They are a, a horizontal line, and you are a vertical line looking. Gotcha. I'm going to go for the coin toss again and okay. try and throw it into the back corner of the kitchen or something. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Maybe break a jar of flour or something. Sure. Yes, finally. I uh, rolled a 20. So there is a jar of flour in the back corner of the kitchen. <laughs> uh, it's kind of next to the door that leads uh, out of the... Ki- well, yeah. Out of the kitchen. Um, and you throw that coin... And it does. It goes right into the jar of flour that shatters and flour goes all over the floor. And so now on the, in the back side of this kitchen away from you, really as far away from you as they can be towards the outer wall of the manor, these two, these, the two uh, cooks in there go like, what in the world just happened? Well, we've got to clean it up. We don't want the constable to see. And, and this time I try and scoot into the living or not living room, the dining room. Okay, so you're passing by these people. We'll take your previous stealth roll, which was good. Your... Um, to, well, and, and you did that with advantage so we'll take that advantage roll for this one now that you have done the flower so you do pass by them and there is a uh, door going out of the kitchen to the right into this dining room as well Okay, there were no other doors in the kitchen? Uh, there's a door that leads back outside out okay. of that west wall right where the guard was? yeah okay. Here, yeah. okay where's Burb? Burb is kind of following along with him. Yeah. He had a good stealth roll when he came inside. Burb is following along with him. He's he's not he's he's good at being quiet. He's not making any noise. Yeah. All right. So dining room was like her perception. Uh, that was the same dining room you were looking at earlier. Is the same the same one? This is all in the same wall. This room is very long. All right. So the kitchen also opens up into that dining room. So you still see that same guard as well as the other one pacing. Okay. So. But there are now, uh, and you're very close to the stairs that lead up. There's a big. Oh, uh, I didn't hear stairs. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mention the stairs last time because you're kind of okay. looking, you're kind of peeking out of this door. Uh, but now that you can see the whole room. You see the great big golden chandel- chandeliers. 
There's a balcony that goes all the way around this dining room in the top. And directly across from the door that you're looking out of now are uh, it's a staircase that goes up and around. Kind of there's two sections of the staircase, are one they? on the west and one on the east side that go towards the north and curve up uh, to a big landing on the top. And you're very close to that staircase now. Um, and the guard is currently on the south end of the, the hallway turning around. Okay, so he's not facing towards me? That guard is not facing towards you, no. There is the guard uh, on the eastern wall that's kind of looking back towards the area where you are. Uh, he is. He doesn't look super attentive. Like There's not a whole lot of people that end up breaking in or out of this uh, room. So but should I just re-stealth and try? I was gonna let. Yeah, I was okay. gonna yeah go back to them. I'll let you kind of formulate your plan as you're doing your recon, um, and we'll go back to the inner the inner circle for Arlo and Grim to deal with their thing. And he says the guard says I don't know something doesn't quite add up here. What can I do to prove what I'm saying? How can I prove this to you? I don't know. I just think you can understand my trepidation when a giant frog hops into the inner marketplace of our city. Certainly. But have you asked where I live? No. In the inner marketplace, my man. So, you live here? Yes. You have a house big enough to keep this frog in? I said that earlier, yes. Oh. This is very... It's not a very big house. That's one of the reasons why I want to get rid of him. Ah. So, you're saying the frog is too large for your home. Yes. I mentioned this. What to do, what to do, what to I do. I start hopping off in the direction of the constable. Oh, you're hopping towards the manor? Mm-hmm. Well, as you can see, he obviously wants to stay here, too. Uh, uh, That's where I was I was saying I was going to start with. I don't know how I ended up in the market, but... You're not, sorry, not, we're, we're, it's not in the marketplace. We're in the inner circle. I'm sorry. Okay. We're in that, in that fountain. I, I misspoke. Got it. Um, near that fountain. So, yeah, you're towards the... I'm at the gate. You're... Cool. You, huh? You said the gates weren't open. Yeah, the gates are not open. So we're, we're at the gate. You're at the gate. You're right in front of the gate in that area. But there was um, a pond I noticed inside earlier. So Okay, yeah. So you're hopping that way. I'm hopping the wall. And as you're do that, as you hopping that way, he says, the guard says, whoa, 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 hold, hold on here. Hold on. You can just hop the wall. Get your frog. I'm over the wall. All right. And you need you to roll some sort of, uh, I guess, athletics frog check to hop over the wall. I have a 10-foot jump. What are we? Hold on now. The fountain is outside the wall? The fountain? That was, that was the original thing. Like, he was inside the wall. He jumped over the wall. That's, I don't remember that's anybody what, saying he said. jumped over the wall. I thought we were in, like, an that's, alley, and then I said I was going to make my way towards, like, the, the front yard of the thing, and then somehow I ended up in, like, the market or center square or something. Then why would I? I wouldn't go up to the gate. I would go up to the frog. That's the thing. <laughs> Yeah. He's, he was inside that first wall. That was I said that. This whole scene, for me, took place in a fountain in the center of the city square. Nope. Outside the gate. Nope. We were... I mentioned him jumping over the gate. He talked about him being inside the gate. All right. We're retconning. That's where it took place. I'm wanting to get inside the yeah, gate. You're hopping over the... Okay. Then that, right. That's not much of a distraction, though. I just want to point that out. If we're... All right. I'm, gonna, I'm making the house call here. That's where the thing took place. Was it clear to me? The it took place in the fountain. All the guards were not looking at the inside. Jack Law was able to go across the thing. Okay. It was. It went well. Uh, he was able to climb in. Uh, so now, Arlo, you are hopping over the wall. Over the wall. Over the wall. The guards are very concerned. They are running towards the gate. I know, but it's it's just. This is how it's going to be. No, no, no. We no, can't it's, go it's back. We're a, making a show here. No, it's just a funny thing. Like fountain. 
with the toad. I'm over here like, no, wait, no. You're, you're. I know. I know what we're talking. I know. I got it. We're on the same page. We're you're good. over the wall. And you're heading towards the pond. You've hopped over the wall. The guards are swinging the gate open trying to figure out what's going on with this frog. And they're yelling back to you, to yelling you to come get your frog. To I'm, get running, your frog. I'm running with them. Okay. All so you're all, all together. All in that pond. So you just take a big splash into the pond. Giant splash. All the guards are now surrounded this pond. They've all come here. And well, I mean, there you go. He seems happy. I can't. It'll be near impossible to get him out of here now. If a frog <laughs> could give a thumbs up. <laughs> okay, so you're like on his back. Just yeah, flipped over, like enjoying the pond. The, the guards are just absolutely dumbfounded at this point. The gate is wide open to the to the to the city square. The gate is wide open to the inside. They're standing around and they say, "Well, I guess I've got to get the constable now." <laughs> I would appreciate it, uh, sir. He, he will probably... He does like big things. Uh, so, men, back to your post, but keep an eye on this frog, I guess. And all the men kind of harumph, and they get ready to... They, they put their spears back on their back, and they kind of warily and interesting, very interested, but also concerned, make their way back to the gates and they kind of sh- shut their gates Grim you're inside the gate next to Arlo the frog mm-hmm. uh, the gates are shut you are inside and um, the guard walks into the manor and shuts the door and he says, as he does that he says very confusedly wait here as he okay. op- <laughs> as he opens the door and closes it uh, and that is going to be where... Arlo's got the look of, I dare you to get me out of this pond. <laughs> God. I dare you. All right, so Arlo is in a pond. Grim is near him as his frog handler. And Jack is inside the inside the manor. Uh, recon stealthing still unnoticed. And that is where we will end the show. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you would consider subscribing to the podcast, leaving us a review. Uh, or subscribe to our channel and leave us a comment here on YouTube. Wherever it is you're enjoying the show, we thank you for watching, and we love you very much. Bye-bye.